Local news matters. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News mm. with Trey Ware. It's always smart to know what's going on. Now on FM 1071. Yeah, baby. 506 now, KTSA. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Chilly, chilly, chilly. It's 32. It's officially freezing. That's the official temperature. <laughs> you think you think this is freezing? <laughs> you wait till Monday and Tuesday when the highs are in the 30s, maybe, and the lows in the teens and the 20s. Hang on for Monday and Tuesday. Anyway, good morning. Trey Ware here. There's Jim and Don. Right over there is Elaine. Great to have you with us. And you know how I roll as I go through the stories this morning. I'd love for you to be a part of the show, as always, at 210-599-5555. No, that's not Cheech and Chung out of Camp Bullis. You can see it from the satellite, though, like you could see a party at Cheech and Chong's house back in the day. They don't do that anymore because, you know, they've switched over to gummies because they're grandfathers now. But great-grandfathers. But anyway, uh, Campbell has been burning some what they say is brush and stuff fuel, uh, fire fuel, not not fuel fuel. Although, Elaine says it stinks really bad. So if you're, like, in the Timberwood Park area, you know, it, it blew all over to uh, Shirts and on down to Atascosa County. It blew all the way to Pleasanton. Uh, if you smelled something funky... Uh, I'd love to hear about it, too. <laughs> I mean, from the fire. <laughs> Not this morning when you got up. And, <laughs> you it know. smelled like chemical. Well, that's what people have been saying. Yeah. And that's why I'm throwing it out here. Because if you smelled something funky, I'd love to know about it. But the, the official word is there, and this is a good thing, by the way, guys, if they're actually burning just like brush and, and uh, broken tree limbs and things like that, that is necessary to make sure that when August rolls around, we don't have this huge uh, ground fire. That's what you're supposed to do. It's called wildlife management, and people need to learn it. But anyway, I hope that that's all that's, uh, that's going on here. All right, so let's dive into the stories of the day. We'll start off in New York City where kiddos have been kicked out of their school so that illegal aliens can be housed in the school. This is James Madison High School. And the kiddos have been told they got to go home and learn by distance, distance learning again. It's pandemic all over again. The kids got to go home and get on a computer. We know what that did during the pandemic. We know the destruction that that wrought to children during the pandemic. We know how far it set the kiddos back with their education during the pandemic. China is not sending their kids home. And they're not TikToking their kids either in China. They're not teaching them by TikTok. In China, they're teaching them how to do nuclear stuff, how to do IT stuff. That's what they're teaching their little first and second graders and kindergartners, too, in China. But here in America, we send them home so illegal aliens can sleep in their schools. 210-599-5555. Today is the day that the Republicans will begin the impeachment process of Alejandro Mayorkas, and not a day too soon. In fact, it's really late. He should have been impeached years ago and removed from office for being a treasonous traitor to the United States. We're dealing with an invasion here, a national security crisis, obviously. Open borders. They're leading to massive increases in spending like welfare and food stamps, national debt, the bankruptcy of America. 
a massive decline in our quality of living. Open borders are overwhelming the system, inevitably leading to the collapse of our economy, civil society, our entire country. A country without borders is not a country. And we're not a country right now because we don't have any borders. Open borders have produced an unprecedented crime wave in America. We are letting in all of the world's violent criminals. They're coming here. We're talking murderers. We're talking rapists and robbers and drug dealers and deadly MS-13 gangbangers and so much more. All at the same time when we have an incredible shortage of police officers here in our country. Police officers are retiring early or people aren't just signing up to be cops anymore. Open borders are leading to an implosion of our public school system. Example, New York City today, kicking 2,000 kids. No, it's not a small number. 2,000 kids out of a school telling them to learn at home on the computer so that we have a place to put illegal, uh, illegal aliens. And on a normal basis, the classrooms are overcrowded. There aren't enough teachers. and Schools are overwhelmed with crime and gangs and drugs and teen pregnancy. It's a major, major issue. Open borders are leading to a national security catastrophe. We have no idea why countless military-age males from China, we're talking about in the tens of thousands, are coming into America. But we can take a guess. When China invades Taiwan, will these young men who have come in here be activated here in the United States? Open borders from Alejandro Mayorkas and Joe Biden. Uh, actually, Obama is the real boss. Open borders are leading to the death of America's cities. They're filled up with crime and drugs and homelessness and needles and poop and pee and everything else you can imagine. And, of course, as I've told you before, open borders are leading to third world disease and new deadly pandemics on the way to America because we're importing instead of exporting disease. Open borders leading to bankruptcy of the health care system. Where are we going to get all the money to pay for all these sick people? And then for ordinary medical care for tens of millions of new aliens and their children and, and us. With this massive attack on our health care system, it's a massive attack on every American citizen. While the children in New York are being displaced from their schools so illegal aliens could stay there, guess what's happening to you and me everywhere in the country? Obama and the Democrat Party have opened the borders. They've welcomed in probably 12 to 15 million illegal aliens in just a couple of years. That's 12 to 15 new mouths to feed inside America. And you add in the gotaways, you're probably talking 25 million in three years. And guess what we're not making? We're not making any new doctors. Doctors don't grow on trees. You just don't go grab a guy and say, hey, you're now a doctor. It takes at least a decade to educate a new doctor. So all these people, the 12 to 20 million or so, and all of us, who's going to take care of them? Who's going to take care of us? In California alone, they are offering free health care to every single illegal alien. If you look around today, many, many doctors are not taking any new patients at all. And if you get 
a doctor on the phone and you try to book an appointment, you're six months out. I was about to say, my general, my doctor, I've known her for years, four to six months to see her. Yeah, and this is why. And then now the nurse practitioners are seeing as many patients as doctors. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, because guess what? There's not enough doctors to take care of all these people that we have been bringing in the country and us. And it's about to get a whole lot worse. As we have more and more, 302,000 illegal alien invaders who have invaded the United States in one month and millions more coming, we're still not making any new doctors. So who's going to take care of all those people and take care of us? In an emergency, you're going to wait hours or days in a hospital waiting room or a crowded hospital hallway or out in your car until they call you to come in. You're going to wait weeks or months for a doctor's appointment. You're going to wait weeks, months, possibly a year for surgery. You'll be in pain. You'll be in misery. And by the time you get the treatment, you could be dead. But they don't care. Ron and the team in downtown San Antonio that's flying these people in here as fast as they can get here, he doesn't care. (laughs) He doesn't care. He's going to be just fine. He and his family, they'll be able to get health care. You won't. You'll have to wait to see a doctor. You'll have to wait to see the emergency room physician. And, of course, all the costs for health care are skyrocketing, too. So is your health care insurance. So will the taxes. Why? Well, because our government has decided free health care for all the illegal aliens coming into the country. And they're bringing new diseases in here, too, that we have eradicated. Leprosy, tuberculosis, and others. It's clear to me that Obama and Biden and Mayorkas, the Democrats, hate you. They really hate America. They hate the American citizens. How else? How else can you uh, describe what they're doing? They're putting every. They're putting the illegal aliens first, and they're putting Americans last. And more to come. Wait until I tell you what's going on in Ecuador today. Let's go to Albert. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you, Albert. Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing, doing very well. well. Thank you for your call. Yes, sir. Good. Good. So, touching base to how you said it's too. It's it's been way too long for my Mayorkas thing. I mean, it's been way too long for a lot of things yes, as far sir. as. And it seems very myopic, the point I'm going to make, but Ron Paul has been right about a lot. Uh-huh. If we want to really figure out where the, where the problems are, we've got to follow the money. Yep. We've got to audit every federal agency that we have, every alphabet agency we have, and figure out where this money's going. That'll solve, as you were talking about, the taxes. What are we going to do about ourselves when we get older? Who's going to take care of us? Social Security's a trap. You know, we could better manage our money. It, it's it's too late for a lot of things. What I'm getting at is Republicans or uh, these these congressmen and senators. They're they're just all talk and not enough action. Well, that's right. Uh, that's exactly right. And we're in a hell of a mess right now. I'll tell you that much, Albert. Thank you very much for the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Good morning to you, Pete. Thank you for the call. Hey Trey, how you doing today? Very well. Thank you, sir, for the call. Hey, you know, you hit the nail right on the head. I have a 21-year-old with special needs. She just got Social Security approved after almost three years of my wife fighting with them over the phone. She finally had to go down there in person. 
get everything taken care of about a month ago. Yeah. They put her on Medicaid. Uh, Pete, is she, Pete, right, she can't find a doctor. Pete, is she a legal citizen? Is she a, is she a citizen of the United States? Oh, yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Now here, that's, here. Right, and that's the problem, Pete. You see, if she were illegal, if you were illegal, this problem would have been solved three years ago under this administration. They would have put oh, her to the head of the line. Right. She would have gotten preferential treatment. She would have been seeing a doctor this entire time with preferential treatment had she just been an illegal alien. But because she's a citizen of this country, she goes to the back of the line you go to the back of the line i go to the back of the line every tax-paying citizen in this country is in the back of the line with this regime in charge yeah yeah bingo right there trey you hit it all right thank you pete i appreciate the call 210-599-5555 updated accuweather next trey Ware, ktsa do you have three ex-wives in your current and it's 524 and I'm Trey Ware as I go through the stories, of course, as how I roll. You can always call or text me. Same number for both, 210-599-5555. So the question that we ask our local leaders in this whole immigration thing is, why would you do this to the American people? And, and it's a, it, it really is a question that we, we should, next time we encounter our local leaders, really ask them. Why would you participate in an illegal immigration, illegal alien smuggling scheme to get as many illegal aliens into this country, 12 to 20 million, in the last three years alone, where now our taxes will have to go up, our our level of education in the schools naturally going down, our health care system is overloaded to the brink of collapse now in the United States. We're not producing enough doctors to take care of these people. How are we going to put food in the mouths of 12 to 20 million new people? And why would you do this to the citizens of this country, Ron Nirenberg, or this, this city? You know, your constituents are being hurt, too. It's just not Republicans that you're punishing here. Your constituents, because what's happening at the schools, what's happening at the doctor's office, what's happening at the, at the hospital, what's happening with our taxes, what's happening with the amount of money we're having to pay now to take care of all these people, what's happening with the drug dealers who are coming in here, the gangbangers, the murderers, the DUI guys, DWI guys who are killing people on our roads, what's happening with them is it's happening to Democrats, too. You know, we, how do you get that through the, the, to the thick skull of left-wing uh, commies who are in control of the city in San Antonio? How do you get that through to the left-wing commies who are in charge of Chicago and New York and, of course, Washington, D.C.? That they are destroying the lives of American citizens from both parties or those without a party at all. It look, fentanyl doesn't discriminate. Okay? TB does not discriminate. TB doesn't ask what party you're from. I'm only attacking Republicans. This is asinine what you're doing to this country. And we already are in a position now with our health care system. It is so overburdened. It is so expensive right now. And as I said in the segment a minute ago, doctors are not growing on trees. We're not making enough doctors to keep up with this. And what about the crime in the streets? We have more police officers leaving like crazy. Leaving. And we have fewer people signing up to be cops. And yet we are importing all kinds of criminals. 
So to you Democrats, how and why on God's green earth do you support this? Where these people are coming in here and they're going to the front of the line. They're being moved like in New York City this very day. They're taking over the schools to house these folks and sending children home to remote learning. The children of taxpayers in New York. And anybody who voted for Joe Biden is supporting this. Anybody who voted for Ron Nirenberg is supporting this. Because they are aiding and abetting the future collapse of the United States of America by aiding and abetting and operating this illegal alien scheme to get as many into the country as possible. They're all traitors and criminals as far as I'm concerned. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can... And it's 536 now at 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, 210-599-5555, that's the phone number. That's also the text line if you want to get in here with a with a text as well. Let's see here. Let me just read one of these texts coming in. I was talking about immigration in the last half hour, what they're doing to us with our health care system, what they're doing to kiddos in the school system right now by kicking them out so that illegal aliens can be housed in the schools. The kids are having to go back home and, uh, and do their work by computer. That worked out well during a pandemic, didn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Trey. To answer your question as to why they don't care about Americans and the demise of America, the answer is, did Mao, did Mao care, uh, did Lenin care, did Hitler care, did Castro care uh, about its citizens in order to establish a communist social-style state? Answer, they didn't care. And that's from Steve. Well, that's that's exactly right, Steve. Nobody, when, when you're setting up a dictatorship and you're implementing a communist form of government, you have to collapse the government that's there, and you have to make the system crash. And they all did it. And Obama's doing it right now during his third term as president, which is highly illegal. Okay. John Kirby channeling my dad, Ricky Ware. In 1959, my dad was invited to be in the Alamo with John Wayne. And when he met John Wayne, they became fast friends. John Wayne did not write lines for my dad in that movie. He just told him what his what he was, right, in the movie, what his role was. And he just said, hey, Rick, you just, do, you just make up a line. So when he was guarding Sam Houston's camp, you can see all this in the Alamo, the original Alamo. When he was guarding Sam Houston's camp, Frankie Avalon came riding up as Schmitty from the Alamo to tell him what was going on at the Alamo. And he encountered my dad. And my dad said, hold on there, bub. You're getting into dangerous territory. And he made all that up. There were no lines for him. Hold on there, bub. You're getting into dangerous territory. I'm here to see General Sam. <laughs> so anyway, yesterday, and we had all this sound. We got a computer issue, so we, we can't play the sound for you. But the deuce, I named him the deuce, and I think that's the right name for this guy. He needs a, you know what? He needs a cap he can wear while he's on Fox News. Peter Ducey. The deuce says to John Kirby yesterday, if the administration, I call them regime, if the administration is going to these links to keep secrets about the Secretary of Defense health, how do we know that they won't do it to cover for Biden? 
And, of course, John Kirby says, hold on there, bub. Let me, I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> okay. He's channeling my dad. He's channeling Ricky Ware from the Alamo. Uh, bottom line is, and to answer the deuce question, bottom line is they are lying to you about Joe Biden's health. They did lie to you about the severity and and how how much trouble the sec def was in with his health. It's prostate cancer. And we're now told, we're being told to believe. And I'm going to ask you straight up if you do believe what we're being told. That the sec def did not tell Joe Biden until yesterday. Apparently that the two had a conversation on Saturday, this past Saturday. But it wasn't brought up that it was prostate cancer, that he was, and apparently Lloyd Austin was told back in December, you have prostate cancer. And the doctors apparently, because I read their statements, I've read all the backgrounding on this, the doctors said, we need to get you in and get this surgery done. First of all, that's not elective, (laughs) okay? (laughs) That's not elective. When a doctor says, no, we need to get you in and get this done really quick because you you got a problem here we got to deal with, that's not an elective surgery. That's not like a lap band. Uh, That is not like uh, LASIK or any of these things that were elective surgery. No, the doctors told him, you need to get in here and get this done. And we're being told that they didn't communicate that with the White House. They didn't tell the president. They didn't tell the president that the the Secretary of Defense has prostate cancer? Again, I'm not talking about a hangnail here. Prostate cancer. And that we needed to operate to take care of the prostate cancer right away. And they didn't tell the White House that? Now, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to really believe that the president knew or the White House knew, and they didn't want to say anything to anybody. And, and they're doing the same thing to cover for Joe Biden and his clear dementia. Clearly, the man has dementia. And they're covering for that as well. So, Deuce, you're right, okay? Just to answer your question. And it's a great question. He's actually a journalist, which the others do not, you know, the others are propagandists. But he actually asked a journalistic question. How are we to believe? In fact, he went on to say, how are we to believe anything you guys say? Oh, man, which is exactly right. Well, let me just put it this way. You're not to believe anything they say, and that includes the president. And the president is lying to you. He said two days ago that he started the civil rights movement, okay? Not a joke, man. I started the civil rights movement. I went to a black church more than any black people went. Come on. So they are lying to you. They're lying to you about the president's health. They lied to us about the health of the uh, defense secretary. And that's another reason why all of these folks, we need a huge house cleaning in D.C. Absolutely this year, all Democrats must go. Look, the Democrats are backing all of this. The Democrats are supporting all of this. The Democrats think that, and I'm talking about all of them, they all think this is just fine. And to go back to our discussion of the last half hour, the Democrats are certainly fine with bringing in illegal aliens who are stressing the school system, kicking kids out of their own schools, and making them work from home again like they did during the pandemic that set them back decades in their education. China never quit. China's got their kids 
and I'm talking about from kindergarten on, China has their kids studying IT technology and robotics and AI and all this stuff of the future. That's what China's doing. We are TikToking with DEI our kids to death in the school. And now we're going to kick them out of the school again so illegal aliens can go in that school in, in New York City and other schools across the country, which will set the kids back again. And again, you just have to ask the question, why do you Democrats hate Americans so much that you're doing this to our health care system with 12 to 20 million new people that are now stressing the health care system to the point of collapse? And by the way, that is the point. That is why they're doing it. If they collapse the health care system, then the government can take it over. The government has to come in and bail out the health care system, right? And that's what's going on. We're not making enough doctors. I don't know if you've had to make a doctor's appointment lately, but you're going to wait weeks, if not months, to get in to see the doctor. Why? Because we're not making enough doctors to keep up with the demand with all the illegal aliens that are here. Same thing in the hospital. God forbid you need to go to the hospital for a procedure or an emergency. Because you're going to wait days, possibly even months, before you can get in to the hospital for a procedure. You're not the sec deaf. So this is happening on Joe Biden, which is, we all know, the real boss is Barack Obama. It's happening on his watch, but also on Ron Nirenberg's watch, because he has the city of San Antonio involved, uh, by flying these folks all over the country. The school system is stretched to the max. When they've got all these kids in the school now, and you've got uh, not enough teachers, you don't have enough teachers to get around to all these kids that are in the school now. You've got crime exploding on the streets. Crime everywhere. And very few police officers. A lot of police officers, they're leaving. They're retiring as quick as they can, and new ones are not signing up. This is what is happening to the United States now that this administration, this regime, has brought in 12 to 20 million more people in three years alone. How are you going to feed all these people? Where are you going to put them? Where are you going to find the hospital beds? Where are you going to find doctors to take care of them? And out in California right now, they give them all free health care. The, the citizens of the United States have to pay for all this. You have to pay for all of it. I have to pay for all of it. But they get free health care. They go to the head of the line and taxpayers from this country, legal citizens who were born here or came here the right way and did it legally, we're having to pay while they go to the head of the line in order for the Democrats to collapse the system. Chaos in the streets, chaos in the schools, chaos in the hospitals. They're collapsing the system on purpose so they can replace it with a worldwide communist system. Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Everywhere I've ever worked, you know, if you take leave or you're out of office or whatever, you know, you email me and it will say, uh, Brad's not here. In my absence, uh, defer all issues or questions to Trey Ware. I'll be out of the office from this day to that date. Trey's been briefed up. Trey knows everything he needs to do to run the office. And I, I want to know how they did that with this Austin guy because – the idea, you know, we've got hot wars going on in Ukraine and Israel and Houthi rebels and all this stuff. And uh, who, who did he pass the guide on to? Who got to, to run the shop while he was out? And, and the fact that that wasn't anything that even Biden was aware that his, his number one advisor of defense was out sick, you know, and 
it's just unacceptable. I just can't imagine any organization running that way. Well, ever. and I got to tell you something, Brad. Um, and thank you for the call, as always. I, I, first of all, Biden doesn't know anything about anything at this point. Uh, the dementia has gone so far now that he's, you know, he has no idea what's happening around him or with any of his people. Uh, or any of that. So he's clearly not running the country. It's, it's not him. It's the Obama people that are that Obama put into place when Joe came into office, and the Obama people are running the country, and they're taking their orders down the street from Barack Obama. I'm telling you that's what's going on with this country right now. And this is the Obama dream. Cloward and Piven collapse the system, stress the system to the max where it falls in on itself, and you replace it with another form of government. You collapse the republic. Uh, remember Ben Franklin. A republic, if you can keep it, you collapse the republic, and then communism takes over and runs every aspect of it. Runs the schooling, runs the local police. Look at what they're doing. They're destroying schools, they're destroying local police, and the health care system. They just take it all over. They've already done it with the energy, right, with energy in America, right? So they're just going through all the way down the line, and they're replacing our form of a republic with their form of communism, and you collapse the entire system to do it. And you and I get to pay for it. And you Democrats, you're as guilty as, as Barack is. You're as guilty as Joe Biden is. You're as guilty as Ron Nirenberg is. You're as guilty as all these people are in doing this because you have voted these people in and you have supported these people left and right. You Democrats that vote for these people, this is what you brought upon the American people. But let me tell you Democrats something. When this thing collapses or when you try to call and get in to see the doctor and you've got to wait weeks, if not months, to get a doctor's appointment, or you call 911 and it takes two hours for a cop to show up on your doorstep when you've got somebody there who's causing a, a problem for you, when your child or our, our kids collectively end up without an education because they're collapsing the education system, Democrats are going to go down with this too. It's not just Republicans that are going to go down. It's not just independents or libertarians that are going to go down. You Democrats, you're going to go down too. This is going to cost you. This is going to be a big deal for you too and your children and your grandchildren. And that's exactly why we need to hold these officials accountable. Next time you see Ron Nirenberg, ask him, why are you supporting the influx of all these illegal aliens into the country? Why are you providing them with transportation? Why are you providing them with a place to stay? He's involved in this as much as Joe Biden is, or Alejandro Mayorkas is. i got to take a quick break. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. It's no secret that interest rates have risen dramatically. 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. By the way, say the pledge on the radio, 550 and 650. All you got to do is call my voicemail. The pledge line is 210-654-5155. It's 210-654-5155. And say the pledge, record it there. And then listen for yourself here on KTSA. Megyn Kelly is agreeing with me that Michelle Obama is setting up for a run for the White House. She was on uh, a podcast a couple of days ago. I played it for you, played the sound for you, talked to you about it quite at length. She has nothing to promote. She has nothing to, to say other than she's really concerned about the upcoming election. We need to be mindful of the upcoming election. And then she's taking shots at Donald Trump on these podcasts that she's going on. Now, look, it would change the race in favor of Dems. I, I don't think I, I'm not sure it's going to be enough for the Democrats to win, but it would it would change the race in favor of them. Let me go to the phones. And Robert, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you, Robert. Thanks for the call, man. Well, they closed down two or three schools here in San Antonio and Harlandale area. Right. 
I wonder what they're going to do with the school. They just renovated one school that's around the neighborhood here right? about three years ago. Yep, no, it's true. And I wonder what they're going to do with those vacant schools. Well, they got to have a place to put the illegal aliens, right, Robert? And so, you know, there's there's probably the answer to your question. But uh, the, 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 speaking universally about this issue, okay, what we're talking about here with 12 to 20 million new illegal aliens coming into the country, that's 12 to 20 million new mouths to feed, and they don't have jobs, they have nowhere to go, they have any support, Right. So how are you going to – what you going to do? Uh, they don't have homes, so they're going to be living in the streets. We've already seen that. We've seen them all passed out on the streets everywhere. Of course, when they go to the hospital, they go to the hospital as their primary care physician. That means you have to wait longer if you go to the hospital or if you go to the hospital with your sick child. Your sick child has to wait longer. Again, we're not making enough doctors, you know. Meanwhile – According to a friend of mine who's in, in the in medical community, the government is cutting reimbursements to the doctors. Some of them are being forced out of business. The insurance companies are following suit, forcing them into bankruptcy. Hospitals are cutting staff because they got bills to pay. So they're cutting back on the staff in hospitals. And then, of course, the school system is way overburdened as well. All of this done by Democrats and rhinos in this country to the American people. And these are these are effects that we are going to feel feel for generations way beyond your life and mine if we don't turn this around now. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. What I know about courage, I learned a minute and kind of get the late breaking stories right away. The five fifty KTSA morning news with Trey Ware. Now on FM one oh seven one. Yeah. You're my pride and joy, 607. My sweet little baby, and I'm her lover boy. (laughs) What a great lyric, what a great lick on the guitar. Well, are you ready for the cold? I hope you have thought about what you're going to do and how you're going to plan for it. By the way, the record low... Tuesday morning, right, is 14 degrees, set back in 1888. (laughs) And we're going to be challenging that. How's that for some global warming for you? Are you looking at the map of the country and seeing what's going on across the country? In fact, in Iowa, where they're going to be voting on caucusing in the cockeye, uh, that's on Monday. They expect record low and high snow. And so that's going to be an issue. Uh, Obviously, for people to show up and and do their caucusing for uh, for the Republicans, uh, on Monday. But, you know, this global warming thing whew, really is taking over the world, isn't it? Uh, you're going to notice some real global warming on Monday and Tuesday. Temperatures struggling in the 30s and at night, the teens and the 20s on Monday and Tuesday. Just a heads up so you can get yourself ready. Going to do some more on the uh, um, illegal aliens and what it's doing to the systems, various systems in America. What set me off on this is the uh, kids being kicked out of their schools now, uh, having to go back to remote learning, which is no learning at all for these kids. We learned that in the pandemic and setting them back decades and decades so that illegal aliens can be housed in these schools. So we're, we're, we'll talk about that. 
And, and as, as I always roll, if you want to jump in here at any time on, on the phone or by text, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. But I'd like to start with the charges against Donald Trump, get you an update on that, because there's some news concerning that. Of course, he's been in and out of the courtroom, was in the courtroom yesterday. He's talking about immunity, which obviously in the past we've always respected that for presidents, so they couldn't be charged with war crimes and things of that nature nature right we've always we've always said that presidents shouldn't be brought up on these charges of various things because in the course of doing their business they have to be able to communicate with others freely and openly i'm talking about those in their inner circle without that information coming out if you if you start releasing that information and what they talk about in their private you know meetings and stuff, then people will hold back and they will not talk in those private meetings. That's very obvious, and that's why we've always respected that. We've always respected a level of immunity, right? And and in this case, the Democrats they they have such white hot hate for Donald Trump. They're trying to destroy everything about this man. It's not only white-hot hate, but it's a fear. They, they are scared to death. And the, one of the reasons that they are scared to death of Donald Trump is because they're stare, scared to death of you. And they also know that a certain number of them, a la Anthony Fauci and others, will face charges for the way they have conducted themselves while they have been in office themselves. And so they're scared to death. They want to stay out of jail. So they're throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, at Donald Trump. He's, you know, facing a thousand years, and that's not hyperbole, a thousand years in prison. They're trying to extract $350 million out of him in New York. And it's bogus. In fact, all of it is bogus. In Washington, D.C., they brought in a hitman from The Hague to take him down about what happened on January 6th. Also a bogus trial, a bogus charge. Costing him a million dollars a week. Costing Joe Biden, I mean, uh, costing Donald Trump a million dollars a week to fight that. Down in Florida, the same hitman is working on him in Florida on the document case at Mar-a-Lago. But the one that they have laid all of their hopes and dreams on is in Fulton County, Georgia, the 2020 election, and he was trying to overthrow the election in Georgia by making a phone call and so on. Simply not true again. But it doesn't matter. The truth does not matter in all this. So let me tell you just a little bit, and Michelle, I see you're on the phone. I'm going to get to your calls. i got two lines open at 210-599-5555. Let me tell you what's going on in Fulton County and why they are putting their hopes and dreams on Fulton County, Georgia. Because that would be a state charge. That's in that county, so it's a state charge. It's not a federal charge. In, in D.C., it's a federal charge. In Florida, it's a federal charge. The difference is you can be pardoned on a federal charge. A future president can pardon you. On a state charge, a president cannot issue a pardon. So the Democrats' plan, this is their plan, to put Donald Trump, and I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I want to forewarn all Donald Trump followers. They want to lock him up, literally, in an orange jumpsuit in Fulton County, Georgia, for this case. This is the one that they're working the hardest on. And let me tell you how they're doing it. The prosecutor, the DA down there, is a woman by the name of Fannie Willis. You've heard me talk about her before. 
We have all these new allegations about Fannie Willis and new corruption charges against Fannie Willis and what she has been doing. Let me just lay it out for you. She is a vitriolic Trump hater and has been for a very long time. She hired her alleged lover, and we say alleged, but that's <laughs> pretty obvious. His name is Nathan Wade to prosecute Donald Trump, even though Wade is just a lawyer. He's not a prosecutor. But happens to be, apparently, the lover of the DA. Now, why would she hire him? Well, first of all, pretty obvious. He'll do whatever she tells him to do, number one. Number two, she can benefit and has benefited apparently financially by hiring him. Why? Because she has paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to Mr. Wade to prosecute Donald Trump. And he has turned around and taken her on Royal Caribbean, on Norwegian, and all these other cruise lines, and all these really nice vacations, spending tens of thousands of dollars taking her on vacation with him. Pretty nice gig, right? Taxpayers of America, the taxpayers in Fulton County, Georgia, get to pay for Ms. Willis to go on vacations with her lover because she hired him to prosecute Donald Trump. Now, where, do, where, where else is, uh, what else is going on here? Mr. Wade visited the White House 16 hours. 16 hours. He has been visiting the White House on a number of occasions, meeting with people inside the White House as he has been working on the prosecution of Donald Trump. What that shows is clear collusion and clear coordination with the White House, probably the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland and those folks as well, FBI, uh, CIA, all of those uh, intelligence agencies gathering information passing it on to the folks in Georgia to go after Donald Trump. Right before she indicted Donald Trump, Fannie Willis herself went to the White House in D.C. and met with the vice president and probably many others in the, in the White House. Right before she, she came back uh, a day or two later and indicted Donald Trump. Clear coordination with the White House, the Department of Justice, and probably our intel community going after Donald Trump. That's how much they hate him. That's how much they are afraid of him. But she's running a scam operation, clearly, as Jack Smith is, the special prosecutor in D.C. and in Mar-a-Lago, running a scam operation. Letitia James up in New York, this whole thing about Donald Trump inflating his property value and so on, we all know that's fake and phony. All of these charges meant to keep him off the campaign trail, bankrupt the man, and lock him up. And they're hoping that Fannie Willis, and that's why the White House is involved in this, will be able to get that done in Georgia so he cannot be passed on by any kind of pre future president or whatever. That's why they're trying to lock him up in Georgia. And collusion with the White House is a part of this. And spending taxpayer money on prosecutors who aren't prosecutors just happen to be a boyfriend 
so that Fanny can enjoy some really nice vacations along the way as well. All right, let's go to the phones, then we'll take a break. Michelle, you're on KTSA. Good morning, and thank you for holding on. Hi, morning. I've got two questions. Uh, were you able to contact Abbott's office uh, to tell them about Mayor Ron, uh, you know, running the city the way they are, mm-hmm. sanctuary? We sure did. In fact, we sent some audio to them and to the Attorney General's office. We sure did. We haven't heard back? No, ma'am. Okay. I'll let you know when I do. Okay. Also, number two. Go right ahead with number two, please. How comes the city can lease these buildings on San Pedro and the one by the airport uh-huh. for people, for the illegals, but it's not zoned for that? Um, right. And, and thank you, Michelle, for your call. i got to jump and run. That, that's, it. that's one of the questions we want answers for. How are they able to do that? How are they able to, to lease out? A uh, Holiday Inn in downtown San Antonio driving down the property values of other business owners in downtown San Antonio around the Holiday Inn. How are they able to do that? Because nobody is challenging them on any of this. 210-599-5555. We'll continue in just a minute. Taking your calls in the next segment about this and so much more. We'll tell you about Amogee Bank. They are your family bank. They truly care about families in our community, families throughout the state of Texas. No matter where you are in the state of Texas, Amogee is here for you. as a great source of capital. as a great source of advice and leadership when it comes to your family's finances, helping your family's finances, well, be protected but also grow. They've got several products and services available to you to help your money grow, and they're more than happy to talk with you about that. And if you're in a family-run business or thinking about starting one, this is your financial partner that can help you a lot, man. They, they have more than $12 billion in assets, and they have some brilliant minds that know family business like nobody else. So they are here to help you with all of that as well. So whether you, t- you, you tend to do all your business online, or you want to go into one of their more than eight seven one. All right, six twenty two with Trey Ware on KTSA. Any of these stories you want to jump in on two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Okay, guys. So for years, I would buy Elaine Sephora gift cards for Christmas and birthday and all that, and then it got too expensive. <laughs> then Joe Biden got into office. Uh, but now TikTok is alive. And going viral is a story about all these kids, these young girls that are going into Sephora and going into Ulta and other stores like that. And they're 9 to 12 years old, according to all these people on TikTok. And they are, um, well, they're not very nice. They're mean girls. They call them mean Sephora girls on TikTok. And there's apparently, like, you know, thousands upon thousands worldwide that are doing this. And they're going into the store. And you got older women who are looking at all the stuff in the store, right? And these girls are pushing older women out of the way to get to the stuff first. And they don't care. According to all these TikTokers that are working at the stores, the girls who are 9 to 12, they don't care. They're just, you know, pushing these people out of the way. They're being mean girls to get to the stuff in the store. And there's some concern, obviously, about them putting stuff on their very young faces that maybe is not going to be good and healthy for their young faces. There's a lot of males. Oh, I, I guess bet. we call them trannies. Yeah, but, well. um, they're dressed up. <laughs> they have really nice mascara, I bet they eyelashes, do. <laughs> stuff for your makeup. fingernails. Oh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Apparently, Don, Jimmy, this is a big deal. Where these girls are doing it. You see, aggressive demeanor toward older people is what they're saying on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Sephora kids pushing customers out of the way so they can get to the product first. 
And now here's what they are. Here's what employees of the stores are suggesting that you guys talk. They're they're they're. No, sig- don't tell me what they're going to make the older people come in earlier ah! at certain times. No, but. That's a very interesting take. No, that's that's interesting. No, what they're talking about is an age restriction. Nobody under the age of 18 can go into those stores. So what do you all think? That's talk- not a bad idea. Yeah. We're talking yeah, if that's what you have to do. 9 to 12-year-old girls? Yeah. Just push them down. <laughs> Put me in there undercover, and I'll yeah, spank that I mean, ass. That's 9 years, 12 years old. <laughs> right? Come Put on, skinny. Get out the way. See, that's what I'm saying, Jimmy. We don't do that enough. We In this society, right, we let the... For a group that likes to complain about bullies, they're the biggest bullies on planet Earth. Remember what? how? Remember how you put your hand on your little brother's head and oh, yeah. he swings and he can't yeah. hit you. Can't get you to do you. the same thing to the nineteen-year-old girl. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you put the stuff they want on a really high shelf. Yes. Outsmart these stupid kids. It's not right. difficult. Yeah. Yep. So I have, what I have ten kids. It takes me about three seconds to figure out how to solve a problem. Well, Don, you're also 6'2 and 300 pounds of solid steel, so I don't know about that. But, you know, uh, so what does that say, though, about kids? Does it, a bunch of spoiled what, brats. What, what does it yeah, say about parents? Go. That we've been told you can't hit a kid. That slapping your kid on the back of the head when they're acting stupid is child abuse. Do you have a ring indention on the back of your head from your daddy? <laughs> I do. I have one right here. No, it was in the front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains why you look that way. <laughs> He's got a chancla indention. But I, you I, can't put the smack down on kids anymore, right. and that's what's wrong. I mean, push I push kids down that I don't even know. That's right. You're a, <laughs> He runs through his neighborhood just thrashing kids, getting his way. I bet that's true. You know what, though? If I were to go – now, I don't know you guys. And I, this is not my old fart moment. I think this is just the way we were raised, right? I don't know how you guys were raised. But if I would have gone into a store oh, no, no. and, yes. <laughs> and no, laid my no. hands on an older person to try to get to the counter – Oh, mm. oh, man, I got that ring intention on the back of my head, Jimmy, sometimes because, you know, hey, boy, hold that door open, you know, older person coming. Or here's, right. something, here's something else I see the, you know, younger people do. It drives me nuts. You got a waiting area, let's just say at a restaurant, and people are sitting there waiting for their name to be called to go into the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got kids, and I mean little kids, and, uh, you know, all ages of kids sitting there while you got old people standing. Yeah. Now, you know, back in, uh, whew, my dad was, uh, boy, get your butt up and let that man sit down. I've been spanked in more public places between the years of 77 to 81 that I think my dad was recognizing their statues built outside of these malls. <laughs> yeah, right. Just he didn't care. He's like, nope, you're acting stupid. Yeah. Over the knee, bam, bam, right. bam. My bam, mom bam. would pinch the fat right underneath Ooh. your arm. Oh, I had a coach that used drag to do that. Your butt. Uh, that works. I remember we were right we stole two that. pieces of gum from a store, <laughs> and my mom found me and my sister chewing gum in the car. Uh-oh. She was Uh-oh. like, "Where did you get the gum?" Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> she grabbed us and dragged us. So we back have an international gum thief over oh, did here. She you, <laughs> did she make you fess up to the store owner? Is that what happened? <laughs> I've had, yes. Uh, yeah, I, have, I had to do that too to a store owner. That... There's a wanted poster in Tucson, Arizona. God, I work with a bunch of criminals. 
<laughs> swear. Oh, you, you, did, are, you did stuff, too. You, oh, come I did on. stuff. I never stole anything. Never. Not never. once. Not one. Never, nope. ever, ever. No, because that's one of the things that I just, I don't know, I was born with that because I started working. You at stole such a, girls' hearts in high school. Okay, well, no, no, that's thing. a lie, too, Lily. <laughs> They're in my pocket. <laughs> I, still, I still got their hearts in my pocket. You stole girls from their boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that happened a couple yeah. of times. But, but I never, you know, Jimmy, that's true because I, I always, you know, I started working when I was six at Pan American Speedway, and I always felt like, that's mine. I don't want anybody to take it from me, so I'm not going to take anything from anybody else. But I did do some other stuff. I'm not holy. I am not holy. I did some other stuff, too. <laughs> but here's the thing. My dad didn't have to beat on me too much because I knew he would. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's a big deterrent. I knew he would. He wasn't afraid to. And he did once or twice, and that was it. <laughs> that's all it took. You but see, I, you know, I don't know. My, my dad never laid a hand on me yeah. in anger. Never once. And I asked him about it a couple of years back, and he said, well, if I got a hold of you, I would have killed you. See, that, my dad <laughs> used to say that, too. There was one time I tore up a piece of property out of Pan American Speedway, and he got in his truck, and he left me there. And, oh, uh, and made you said, walk home? Yeah. He said, you know what? I knew if I got a hold of you, I'd still be beating on you, and you're 45 years old. All right, quick break. We'll come right back in just a minute. I want to tell you about Texas Rhino Shield with a beautiful way of protecting your home and improving the look of your home with Texas Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is not paint. It comes in all the colors like paint, of course. It goes on like paint, but it's a, it's a ceramic coating. It's eight times thicker than paint. So you're one and done. Comes with a 25-year non-prorated warranty. So, yeah, you can forget about it. Put the, put the Rhino Shield on and you're done, baby. It adds insulation to your home because it's thicker than paint, obviously. And it's mold, mildew, and fade resistant because water just washes right off of it. Not a problem. It's impervious to water. I want you to check them out at TexasRhinoShield.com. TexasRhinoShield.com. Mention Trey Ware. They're going to take $500 off your application of your Rhino Shield. Best stuff going to put on your home or your business, because they do commercial work, too, at TexasRhinoShield.com. I get to talk to you about Dr. Mark Williams. 638 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware Page, KTSA.com. And on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline from Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One and great political commentator. Love his conservative credentials is John Hayward. Good morning, John. Good morning. Let me run a couple of things by you real quick. First of all, let's start with the Lloyd Austin situation. What are your thoughts on that? Well, is the defense secretary really such an important position when there's a dozen hot wars burning around the world, thanks to Joe Biden, when global shipping has been shut down by an Iranian terrorist proxy and Biden and his administration are just uselessly sitting in a corner with their jaws flapping? Do you really need a secretary of defense at a time like that? Why couldn't he just take a few days off without telling anybody? What's the big deal? I mean, the, the, needless to say, that's very sarcastic, and this is astounding. I can't believe he's still there. In, in an earlier day, 20 or 30 years ago, before our political class became as corrupt as it is now, before you had this arrogant clown show of Joe Biden rolling into Washington, he would have resigned almost immediately, just to spare his administration the embarrassment, just to admit he violated protocols and there's no excuse for it, and let's just move on and, and put the story behind you. But that's not how it works anymore. Nobody accepts responsibility. Nobody resigns. Nobody 
nobody in the Biden clown show is ever going to admit they did anything wrong, so he's still there. It's, it's just amazing to watch. You know what really is amazing about all this, too? First of all, that second, that two-tiered justice system, because, you know, if you, if you took time off for prostate cancer surgery and didn't tell your boss and then lied about what the surgery was and it was elective and all those kind of things, you would have been canned or, you know, uh, we, we demand a, a resignation out of you, but they won't do that here. But here's a guy who whose whole career, he's a four-star general, his entire career has been built around protocol, following the rules. You don't make it to general unless you kiss a lot of fanny, go to the right uh, cocktail parties, and follow all the rules to a T. And here's a guy whose whole life was built around that, and it comes down to him following the rules. He doesn't have to. Right, and and he's got a retinue, you know, of, of hundreds of people orbiting around him. His assistants have assistants. His deputies have deputies. Everybody in Washington has a retinue like a freaking sultan from the old Ottoman Empire, you know. And yet nobody could tell anybody that this guy was going to be unavailable for a few days for prostate cancer. It's not only colossally incompetent, but it smells funny. There's something going on yes. here. There's a reason he he wouldn't do this. There there were probably 50 people he could have tapped on the shoulder and said, hey, uh, you know, alert the command structure. I'm going to be unavailable for few days and he didn't do it that's exactly what i've been getting at for the past several days since this story broke john something else is going on here and again as peter Ducey, the deuce pointed out yesterday we can't believe anything these these people are telling us when john kirby says yesterday that yesterday just yesterday the president was informed that it was prostate cancer the president talked to lloyd austin over the weekend or so we're told i don't know what to believe from these people anymore they lie about every damn thing yeah, that's almost certainly a lie just invented to try to make it uh, damage control, you know, make it look a bit less bad. The obvious explanation here that, that maybe nobody wants to talk about is that Lloyd Austin doesn't think of Joe Biden as his boss. He didn't right. have any reason to inform Joe Biden or the White House because he answers to somebody else. Which is Barack Obama, because of all of Obama's people running the show. This is the third term, and I've been saying this since Joe got, took the oath of office, third term of Barack Obama. He's running the show. I'll bet you he knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would not take that bet. I would be willing to believe that he knew before Joe Biden did. Okay, um, let's uh, talk about Trump for just a minute and his legal uh, issues that are going on now. I've been explaining that with the the four major cases that are against him in a thousand years. That's not hy- hyperbolic. That's a thousand years he faces in jail. They want to get him on something. And in New York, they're trying to get a $350 million judgment out of him now. In D.C., they're trying to get him on J6. In Florida, they're trying to get him on the documents. And in Fulton County, Georgia, they're trying to get him on, uh, on meddling in the election. Uh, and Fannie Willis has been, uh, has been put in charge of that by, I believe, the White House, the Department of Justice, and so on, because he cannot be uh, pardoned on a state charge. All those other charges particularly the ones in D.C. and and Mar-a-Lago, he can be pardoned on by a future president. He cannot be pardoned, or even himself, in what's going on in Georgia. But now we're finding out all kinds of interesting charges that are being made about the D.A. in Georgia, Fannie Willis, that she hired her alleged lover, Nathan Wade, to prosecute Donald Trump, even though he isn't a prosecutor. And then she uh, paid Wade hundreds of thousands of dollars, which he then took and bought cruises on fine cruise lines and so on, taking her on all these great trips all over the place. Uh, not a bad gig if you can get it, but here's what's really getting the attention or should be getting the attention of people, is that he, Mr. Wade, 
prosecuting Donald Trump, went to the White House 16 hours and visited off and on for several trips, total of 16 hours visiting with people there in the White House, obviously coordinating, including with the White House and the prosecution of Donald Trump. And two days before she went ahead and indicted him, she went to the White House, uh, Fannie Willis did, and met with, uh, with Kamala Harris and, and others in the White House. This is clearly an operation that's being run by our Department of Justice and this White House. Well, and also it's an example of how corrupt and decadent the political elite is. They don't even try to hide this stuff anymore. They're, they're just potentates showing themselves a good time, looting the treasury, you know, doing all kinds of weird and proper things. And it never occurs to these people that it might come back to haunt them, that it might be a problem. This is just SOP for the entrenched political elite. When I was in college, there was a day when you could lose your job in Washington because somebody gave you a watch as a present and you forgot to fill out the paperwork for it. And now you get stuff like this, and the people that are doing it just look surprised and anybody would suggest it's improper, you know, or there should be any accountability or standards for their office. It's a great issue for Trump to run on. I think he has already mentioned all of this. He has said that this uh, this prosecutor is corrupt and, he, and he's been slamming the office. Great issue for him. Problem is, what happens if he's the nominee and partway through the election, they hit him with something that really sticks, like you said, a state charge that can't be pardoned, something that actually could potentially hold jail time or that legally bars him from running for office. I mean, I really think these guys are setting up an explosion that could blow the country apart. And at that scenario, if that happens, if we're if Trump's a nominee and we're partway into the general and then they say, well, he can't run, you know, he's going to go to jail or he's legally barred from running. It's uh, it's going to tear us apart. I mean, it's, that's going to be the thing that blows the country in half. Well, they, everything that they have done in the past couple of years, John, has been designed to do exactly that. The whole cloud and proven thing of creating chaos in the streets, overwhelming our system here in this country to cause collapse, both through illegal immigration and the chaos and stuff. And let's talk about the illegal immigration. We got the story this morning, of course, that they're kicking kids out of school in New York City so illegal immigrants can have the school. The kids got to go back to this failed distance learning thing that we learned during the pandemic simply does not work. And it's horrible to treat kids of taxpaying citizens this way. But this entire illegal immigration issue, as you've been talking about for a long time, I've been talking about it ever since I've known you. You've been talking about the attack on the middle class from these left wing Democrats. That's exactly what this is about. Now you have people who are taxpaying citizens of this country who are having to wait to see a doctor, right? Because if you can get an appointment, it's going to be weeks or months down the road before you can get in to see a doctor because doctors are overwhelmed. And it takes at least a decade to, to educate folks to be doctors. So we're not creating doctors now. So you've got a huge health care crisis that's going on because of the illegal immigration issue. We also have an education crisis. Obviously, we're kicking kids out of their own schoolhouses, making them learn by distance, but you're also piling kids into the schools, Many of these teachers are not bilingual. They have too many students in there. You don't have enough teachers to do this. That's going to be tough on our kids going forward, and it doesn't bode well for the country. And then, of course, the criminal element that's all over the streets of America today. Fewer police officers than we've ever had in this country, and you're bringing in more criminals every single day day. And all by design, John, this didn't just happen. This has been designed, carried out, and paid for by you and me. It's a systemic crisis. It's an everything crisis. And it, it is as bad as it's ever been. It seems like everything is collapsing in, in a pile of corruption at the same time. And for a lot of the reason it's happening, you know, the reason the illegal immigration thing is so over the top is that the people doing this to you think you can't stop them anymore. You listen to Joe Biden talk about administration, whatever his handlers give him to say on that particular day, and there's this note of triumphalism about it. You can't stop it. It's too late. They're already here. Millions more are coming across the border, hundreds of thousands a day. There's nothing you can do 
about it. Your schools are gone. Your communities are gone. Your kids are gone. We win. When, when you voted for Joe Biden, you voted for the extermination of the American middle class. You didn't know it. They didn't tell you. But as far as they're concerned, 2020 was your last chance to stop them, and you didn't do it. So now you just get to sit back and watch their legions move in, and that, that's their opinion. They feel like this is the military conquest of a country they don't like, and it's never going to be the same country again. They, they can barely contain themselves. Well, what really bothers me are the military-age men that they're bringing in from China. We're talking about tens of thousands. Uh, a couple of hundred thousand so far have been encountered at the border, much less those that have not been encountered from China. And, and other countries are, as well of military-age men who I would, I would surmise in my own head wouldn't have a problem taking up arms against American citizens if it ever came to what you're talking about with the, with the uh, separation and the balkanization uh, of our country. But it is a crisis like we've never seen in our lifetime, what's happening right now with the Ill- illegal immigration. And you're right. They just feel like they can do it. Now, President Trump has already said that if he's reelected, he's going to kick these people out. Ron DeSantis, your governor, said that last night on Fox News that, yes, uh, we will find these people and we will get them out of this country. So I, I hope that's true. I hope there's a way that they can do that. Ron DeSantis said last night there, there is a way of doing that. And I just hope and pray that that can be done. It's going to be the new political battle of all time, on top of a bunch we already needed to have to reform this corrupt and degenerate system, bring government spending under control. We were already facing the hardest elections, the hardest political fights of our lives. And now, thanks to Joe Biden, here's another one. you got to deport 5 million people or whatever the heck it's up to now. How are you going to do that? And when you try, I mean, it is possible. Don't listen to the charlatans and tell you you can't do it. You absolutely can. And there are other countries that do this stuff all the time. But when they try to do it, there is going to be a freak out, like a nervous breakdown like you've never seen, that they're trying to deport all these people and how cruel and inhuman it is. And there will be activists that will throw themselves in front of the buses and all the, the usual clown show. Yeah. So be ready for that. You're, you're going to have a heck of a fight on your hands deporting these people. John Hayward, Breitbart.com every Wednesday at this time on KTSA. Thank you, John. Talk to you next week. Thanks very much. Good to talk to you again. Same here. 648 now at KTSA. Quick break here, 210-599-5555. My friends, it's Stevens Roofing. Ed and Dahlia and their entire team I want to talk with you today. That's stevensroofing.net. Stevensroofing.net is how you reach out to them and have them come over and do a free no-obligation roof inspection for you. They look at every aspect of your roof to make sure you don't have little pinhole leaks and the other can spot that stuff all the way up to, well, we got to put a new roof on here. And they can handle all that for you. Deal with your insurance company. Deal with all the permitting. Deal with everything that needs to be dealt with. Standing scene metal lasts, man, almost forever and looks gorgeous. And by the way, you do get energy rebates back from your energy company if you put a, a standing scene metal on there from uh, from Stevens Roofing. But they can do composition roofs, whatever, whatever, whatever you want done. They do it all at Stevens Roofing. Reach out today and get that free, no-obligation roof inspection. Stevensroofing.net. The only place I recommend for hardwood floor. Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. No, not everybody wants to rule the world, just the corrupt left in America. So I don't care anything about ruling. I have a hard enough time ruling my own life, much less yours. And, that, and that's the idea, that's the concept of, uh, of uh, our, our form of government, is that you run your own life. You just don't, don't hurt anybody else, okay? Just run your own life. Don't worry about anybody else. That's the way it should be. Um... Next Tuesday, it'll be 49 years on the air, all of those years in San Antonio. For 25 years, the last 25 years, I've been the morning man here on KTSA. I hate the fact that a lot of times I'm right about these things when I talk about them on the air because I see these things come to fruition 
and I wish I wasn't right. But if you remember, a few months ago, I started to talk to you about this John Courage gun buyback program. And what I told you was every gun buyback program that exists is a great thing for gangbangers and the criminals. And that is why municipalities that are anti-American like San Antonio and Bear County is, that's why they do these things. What happens is the gangbangers, the criminals, the thugs, they go steal guns to turn them in and get the money back, which is exactly what happened. They got, they got free HEB bucks for stealing guns and taking them down to John Courage. And, by the way, the San Antonio Police Department had folks there taking those guns in. I said at that time, every one of these gun buyback programs, that's what it has caused, an, a spike, an increase in gun theft. Because, look, criminals aren't going to give their guns up. So they come steal yours, and they take it down there and they get the money. That's how it works. Today, 9 a.m., city leaders, meaning D.A. Joe Gonzalez, Sheriff uh, Javier Salazar, and Chief Bill McManus are going to have a press conference to instruct you on how you need to lock your gun up and watch after your gun because, oh my gosh, we're having a spike in gun theft in San Antonio. Thousands of guns have been stolen the last year. When you offer criminals the opportunity to make a buck or HEB bucks, well, then they're going to do what they do, and that's they're criminals. And that's exactly what we have seen happen here. And the numbnuts who are running this city, they don't care about the fallout. They don't care what it does to people. They have an agenda, and they're running an agenda. So now we get to hear at 9 o'clock today how important it is to lock your gun up. It's time to make a change in Bear County. It's time to make a change in the city of San Antonio. And the only people who can do that is you. When John Courage runs for mayor, make sure he's not mayor. Make sure you vote for his opponent. And the same is true with any of these other folks who lied to you, who set you up. This was a clear setup, and I warned you about it for months and months and months I talked about it. But this was going to be a setup for a spike in gun theft, and sure enough, you'll hear about it in the news tomorrow because the press conference is today. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can